All right, so we're back here on another Couch Coach Live. Once again, another one here. We're here. We got we got what we call our, our family, our, our cousin. <laughs> you know, shout out, you know, we always got our, our cousins. Shout out to uh, our guys, Jelani and the Hoopers. But we also got another honor, honorary cousin. This is the holidays. So we got to bring our other cousin, our cousin Cool. What's going on, Cool? What's good, man? What's good? Glad to be here. Yeah, man. That most definitely definitely appreciate you for coming on this week, man. We got a great show lined up for everyone. Uh, we definitely gotta talk about matter of fact, well, perfect timing to because today it is early signing period for um a lot of the class of 2022. Um man, um shout out shout the prime time, like what he uh what he picked off today. So before we get into uh Travis Hunter, um decommitting from Florida State and going to Jackson State. Got to definitely bring on bring in Maui in the frame. What's going on? I made it. Yeah. <laughs> what up, man? What's up, man? I made it, yeah. bro. Good to see you fellas. Need yes, some indeed. smiles. How y'all doing? Good, Don't man. Complain, man. Maintaining, right, brother. Right, right, right. Maintaining. Right, right. We live? Yeah, yeah, we here. Yeah, we live. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Right. All right. So cool, man. Your thoughts on uh well let me introduce the topic obviously with Travis Hunter. Um he is the uh, we talk about today is Nat National Early Signing Day. Um so pretty much anybody from the class of 2022 can pretty much uh declare what school they're going to. You know, back in the days used to be that what that first Tuesday, Wednesday in February, and that was it. Yeah. Now times have changed. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm not, not trying not to show my age, but there was a time back in the end. I, I let you guys do the math on that. But well, bro, your beard is telling a little bit of that too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. You know, a little bit. You know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and oh man, I still it's it's crazy. But yeah. So obviously, Travis Hunter is the number one player um, in the class of 2022. Um, originally committed to uh, Florida State. Um, he Collins Hill, Georgia. He's the um, cornerback. Um, he was, you know, obviously, like I say, supposed to be at Florida State. Now he has, in a turn of events, um, went to Jackson State University. So the number one player in the class of 2022 is going to Jackson State University. He is going to Mississippi. So cool. <laughs> Your thoughts on uh, Travis Hunter going to Jackson State? Big ups to Primetime, first of all, because yeah, this doesn't happen if Primetime ain't the coach. Um right. what's great about it, man, is a lot of people are talking about Florida State, but they're forgetting that um George has really been after Travis Hunter as well because he's a wide receiver and a um cornerback. He projects as a cornerback in college, but he can he's got hands and can play wide receiver as well. So George was after him hard, but he would never flip from Florida State to Georgia, no matter how hard Georgia came after him. So when you really look at it, Jackson State beat out Georgia and Florida State, you know what I'm saying, to get this guy. Very impressive. Um, I have a few uh, friends that are Florida State fans. So what they're claiming, don't have any proof of this yet, but what they're claiming is that there's a substantial national, um, well, a substantial NIO um, that's going to be waiting for Travis Hunter, and that's one of the reasons why he picked there. <clears throat> so we're going to wait and see if that actually comes some truth to that and what the numbers are. But um, I think it's great for HBCUs. I myself am an HBCU graduate. Um, 
But the thing is, it's a perfect storm to make this happen. I'm not going to say everything because obviously I want to leave you guys things to talk about. Uh, but it's a perfect storm. You have a guy who was a successful um, Super Bowl winning dominant player that's able to go out and flip a guy who he is his role model pretty much. He's wanted to be, he wanted to go to Florida State because Deion Sanders went there. So you're able to flip that guy to come to your school. Mm. This happens because you have a kid that's a cornerback going to play with one of the greatest cornerbacks of all time. Who else is better to learn under than that? You know, it also right. happens because, like I said, champion, very um, <clears throat> well-renowned player, a lot of connections um, as well for Dion. And I think the biggest thing is for this to be duplicated, because a lot of people are out there like, oh, you know, yeah, everybody's going to come to HBCUs. You have to have that perfect storm again. You have to have a guy that was a former player in that sport, whatever the sport is, uh, that at least achieved some success, right? And then kids that looked up to them saw them on TV saying, man, I love to go play for that guy. I either saw videos or I saw it myself. So it's going to be hard to duplicate, but it can be duplicated. But it's a great step towards kids saying, you know what, I'll take it. You, whatever the reasons behind it, I'll take the HBCU over going, you know, to the big D1 school. So happy to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Mal, your thoughts on uh, Travis Hunter going to Jackson um, State? I don't have as much knowledge as you guys, but I'm definitely looking at it as. Dion um, is is definitely shaking up everything, and 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 have, being able to get this gentleman has, um, I mean, he's been doing more than just just this gentleman. Like, and I think that um, as parents, it's like it's more to just the athletic part of it. Um, I don't have exactly what Tomlin said about Claypool, but his statement broke a lot of um, things down about um, maturity and 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 decision making and based upon what you do off the field and on the field. And I think Dion is probably one of the most perfect person because he had to do a lot. You know, he's a two sport um, um, athlete and he had to make a brand and, and everybody in some type of way, when they play sports, they necessarily are trying to do that. And, and be able to play with, have a coach like that, that understands what you're really going through as much. And then he's talking to you. The other thing is like, um, he doesn't talk down to them also. He, uh, to me, he, even his sons, like he wants them to shine. He was like, man, let them know. You could, you could floss a little bit. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's just personality. He understands that. So definitely a player would want to be coached by somebody like that. You know what I mean? Um, but also my question to you guys, you know, with, you know, do you think it's like me and Chris was speaking on players, college players being able to get paid? Right. Um, do you think that this is also may help? One of the reasons why a lot of people may go to those HBU, HBCUs, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm, my question is? Mm-hmm. Like, and, do you think? Oh, and go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's a cool point because I also heard that too. Like you said, I can't confirm nor deny. It's a <laughs> right. 1.5 million dollar bag for for this individual. <laughs> As I've we'll been see. told, we will see. There are some tea leaves <laughs> that have, have have happened today where that could be the issue. Well, not the issue, maybe one of the sticking points as far as did that. But yeah, because it, like to your point where it's another opportunity where you got Dion in the fold that could give you opportunities. 
like he has had before. He's well connected in a lot of in, in a lot of fields and a lot of businesses. So that's another kind of key issue where, um, you know, he can, you know, because like you said, now it's it's not more so like the, I, I hate to say it like this, but sometimes because we always say what was, what was the biggest difference between like a Power Five and like ACBU, we look at the facilities. But now it's like if you're getting paid, does that really matter? Like does like you go to Alabama, you got this nice locker that looks better than the pros and you got a wireless charger. But if I can go to Jackson, Mississippi, and can get millions of dollars for playing football, the, yeah, the wireless charger in my locker is cute, but I'm getting paid. Like, I can get that on my own. So a lot of it now, the NIL, I think is going to definitely help spread the wealth amongst, it's like, what's that? Master Peace son is at Tennessee State, right? I think if, if my memory serves correct, he's at one of ACBU's. So he could yep. get that kind of money regardless of where he's at. He could have got that at Vanderbilt or anywhere. Like I'm just saying this in general as far as from a power five perspective, he right. could have got that pretty much anywhere. So, yeah, this definitely – I think the NIL definitely helps level the playing field big time. Right. Yeah. No. Right. I, um, that's what's up, man. I'm actually happy for both of them. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, it's just it's – just, and then I think it's just more man, like – you you just want a, somebody who's going to respect you, understand where you come from. Um, you know, they, they put this thing into to the NFL sometimes where, you know, it's hard for a young man to come from a certain places just to be out there and play. And they some people don't understand where you come from. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think to play with somebody like Dion, regardless, or just somebody who understands where you come from, will understand every time you you walk out that door, you know, your whole well-being. And, you know, I just I just think that it's, it's his best form. And I'm hoping that more NFL players, you know, go out there and actually become coaches at some of these schools. Yeah, yeah, I would love for not just the NFL, right, but also the NBA, um, yeah, former WNBA players going, you know, coaching women's teams or, you know, men's teams. Um, right. You know, college players, uh, soccer players. Uh, that play college or pro, you know, baseball, all those sports, man. Let's 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 mm-hmm. meet some of those guys that go to some of these other sports, because at the end of the day, <clears throat> you look like me. You understand what it is to be me. Yep. Right. You've been where I want to go. Yeah. So I already have a built-in respect for you because you've been where I want to go, right? So it's so many things, so many pieces that come together, I man. There's so many layers to it. Um, I'm thinking that nil money is not going to be as high as these reports are, you know, I think there's going to be something, right? Deion's yeah. too well connected to not get this kid something, not necessarily have to do it directly because this is the top player. So, I mean, for somebody to say like, oh, he only went there because of the NIL, he's a top player. He could get an NIL at any school in the country. So let's yeah. make that clear first. So, you know, it, maybe it's more than he would have got somewhere else or maybe just a combination of things, a perfect storm of having the opportunity to get the, the funds there being with Dion, being at a type of university where most of the population looks like you and can identify with you, being a majority on campus instead of minority, those things are important. And like I said, I went to HBC, so I understand that. You know what I'm saying? So that's important. I like how, I like how he brought the young lady who basically for PJ yes. Washington's baby moms. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, it, it's just funny, but it's actually extremely important because some of our favorite players be like, man, why aren't they doing this? Or why why didn't they make it? Blah blah blah. Then you find out later on. He's dealing with all this drama personally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, Ray yeah, Caruth. Oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's doing a lot. He's doing a lot for them to prepare them for life after college, right? Whether they go mm-hmm. on to the next level or whether they just come out and in the regular real world. He's preparing those kids mm-hmm. for that. And I can respect that. And the fact that he's able to say, well, will you come in and speak to my kids? We'll make sure you get, you know, compensated for doing so. But you can give them a different perspective and help them know things to watch out for so they don't get trapped in certain situations. Because let's be real. She trapped old boy. But at the end of the day, now she can go and teach other people how not to fall for it. That's Mm -hmm. a positive. You know, that's that's something that's going to be live on with those those young men in that locker room for a long time. You know what I'm saying? That's why Chris didn't go get those wigs. No, uh-uh, no. Because to me, I, I, I had a little adverse effect. To me, it kind of reminded me of, and I hate to so loud, but it reminded me of uh, the Chappelle Show skit with Tyrell Biggins with the career day. It's just like, I mean, like the finesse telling people how not to get finessed. It's almost just like the same thing right. where, where he was telling to go to Martinez and get the drugs, telling little eight, nine-year-old kids to go to Martinez to get the drugs. That's how I felt when Freddie went to Jackson State. Yeah, but if you think about it, though, who mm-hmm. better than to teach that's you true. how not to get finessed than a finesse, right. right? Because right. somebody that's not a finesse can't teach you that, right? So right. you got somebody there that can teach you, like, here's the things to look out for, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Everything I tell you stays between us because you can't mess right. up my money, but I will right. tell you guys you know, what to do. He's- he said, "Man, if I'd have if I'd have heard, if she'd have talked to me back in the day, I'd have saved twenty million dollars." I'm like, you know, like, yeah, for real, yeah. man, for real. Yeah, but yes, yeah, I did. That was just yeah, it's the one. But yeah, I just think it is a you know interesting concept that you know interesting that you know Dion did get this, and you know it, it, he won't be the last one. I think he's gonna you know he'll be able to get like guys like he says it's, it's relative. Like he's a representative of me and where I want to go. And that's mm-hmm. big time. And then you just look at just all the stuff that he does behind the scenes. Like, you know, this is a part of being in the community. I see, you know, mm-hmm. I know before, you know, when he get, took the job, he goes to people, you know, did these dinners around in Mississippi and all that type of stuff. And he's the kind of guy, especially as a parent, you got to think to yourself, you know, my goodness, like I would, out of every, any coach in America, I probably would want my, my son to go to Jackson State because I know at the end of the day, you know, it's 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 more than just football with him. It's about life. Yeah. He's gonna learn life lessons that goes beyond. And no, it's no shade to other coaches that are in. You know, but you know, Damn, he's, man, gonna, like, he's gonna yeah. He, so he's gonna yeah. So he's gonna be able to like if if you know I'm just saying an example. If I had a child, if my right. son was going through a rough patch at school, homesick, whatever, I know he could go to Dion's office and he could talk to him. Yeah. And, and so mm-hmm. even though I can't, you know, as as a father, I, you know, you can't be there, obviously, but I know he's gonna be the next best thing when it comes to a father figure for my child. You know, and that's for anybody. Just imagine a father. Just imagine, you know, if you were um, a single parent, like if you were a single mom. That's that's one of the things. I want my son to go there because he has that father-like influence. And then you just think about his his, his own sons who had D one offers, they had D one opportunities, and can't and play bypass those. Yeah, so that speaks volumes to me. Like normally, you know, especially nowadays when it comes to preferences between D one and and you know like Power Five conferences mm-hmm. to go into ACBU, it's like almost like night and day. It's almost like it would have been unthinkable at the time, you know. But yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. man. Like, um, congrats, man. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, big time. But yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, yeah, I remember those days when you just, you know, it was just in February. The the signing day was in February, and you know, and all that type of stuff. So yeah, that's you know, <laughs> show my age. I show my age. Hey, hey, I do too. Hey, you remember, I do too. <laughs> yeah. So you remember Lorenzo Booker? Remember mm-hmm. the running back that you say? So he came out. That was the year I came out of out of high school. So that was in 02. So I remember that <clears throat> that signing class. I remember all those guys. I think it was Vince Young was in that in that class. So it's always funny to look at these national signing days. And I remember the one from 20 years ago. Like it was not yesterday, but you know, in That's theory, definitely not like 20 years. Feels like just. <laughs> Recently, right? Yeah. Maybe like four <laughs> five years ago, maybe. But you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lorenzo Booker. I think it was like Elson Brown. <clears throat> I think he went to like um UVA. It's crazy. I still remember those the ones from class um from O two. But yeah, man, it was that was that was a special time. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, one more thing, uh, yeah. one more thing. I know you got to go on, but I feel like. Marketing the whole situation, even before Hunter gets there, I think Dion is doing a great job. Like his Instagram game is crazy. Yeah, like and you have crazy. to shout out the fact that he actually—I I was actually on Instagram one day. I followed Dion. He went mm-hmm. live and he was like, "I'm going to—I forgot the name of the high school. I'm giving somebody right. a scholarship before I leave. When I right. leave, I remember that somebody too. getting an offer, and I'm like, man, that's just amazing that somebody right. would actually do that. Right? That's just amazing, right. man." It's crazy, right? Right. He just give you an opportunity. I just off the strength, just going mm-hmm. in. You seeing them, like, like you said, yeah. Oof. I also yeah. think that he making everybody else have to step their game up. Yep. Yeah. 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 And you see what's going on now. And actually, you look at now the trickle effect of even all this coaching carousel that we've had in in college football. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's a tribute necessarily to Dion, but it's to a point where hey. We're trying to make a big splash. Hence, you know, now you look at these, you know, like these coaches kind of leaving in the dead of night two weeks ago because of situations like now where we had an early signing period. So they had to be, mm-hmm. get a jump on it. So, yeah, you know, so shout out to Brian Kelly. The, the, the fairy godmother mm-hmm. did come to him. <laughs> you know, so, you know, we all we all want a fairy godmother. <clears throat> you know, not just for Christmas, but just in life. <laughs> so, you know. So he definitely secured that. the bag, as we right. say. Frank, so I'm, t- I'm going to have that Brian Brian Keller energy <laughs> for uh, forever. Hey, and <laughs> tell know? him, um, you know, if he need a chef or something, I make a mean soup. Cut the polar sausage in the joint. Hold on, warm you right up. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, fellas, <laughs> last night we were witness to history where uh, Steph Curry uh, became the all-time leader <coughs> in three points made with 2,974 threes made, beating Ray Allen's record of 2,973. I think he's now at, what, 2,978 at this point. So, fellas, um, your thoughts on Stephen Curry's uh, historic night and this is place in NBA history at your, at your thoughts. Go to first cool. What you got? So man, that was that was great, man. The way they set everything up, you know, he made the shot, they stopped the game, he uh dapped up his teammates, hugged everybody, his coaches, training staff, and everybody. 
went over, hugged his pops. Noticeably, didn't hug his mom. So just called it out. That was later, you know. Now, I mean, in this initial part, though, like when he was, you know, yeah. he went to her later on, but in that initial part where he was loving, giving everybody love, didn't go to his mom. He went to Ray Allen, but didn't go to his mom doing that part. So just want to point that out. We know what's going on with those situations. But, yeah, we know. You know, but <clears throat> it was just great to see him, man, still be humble when he did it. You know, Ray Allen, very classy. Uh, you know, he's mouthing what I saw looked like he mouthed to him. Very classy, man. Congratulating mm-hmm. him, telling him to keep going, keep pushing. Reggie Miller, who, if we remember, was that guy two people ago, had his camera yeah. out taking pictures. He gave a nod to um Ray Allen after Ray Allen talked to um Steph Curry. So it was just a great thing all around, man. It was mm-hmm. just it was just nice to see, man. It was it was great, and it worked out where it was in a perfect place. You know, the only other perfect place would have been in Philadelphia where his brother plays, but I think to do it in the garden, right? That's that's fairy tale almost. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, your thoughts, Maui? Um, man, you know, fellow Akron boy, thought I'd throw that out there. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, but man, I'm I'm happy for him because you know, he is a legacy and his he doesn't have his father's height. He got his definitely his father's shot. Um you know, all the negative stuff, you know, him being small, um, you know, him not being able to, you know, just all the negative stuff they kind of said about him, you know, to coming in and to be able to trump all that, to change the game the way he has. Like, I knew the game was changing when I started going to high school games in AAU and I'm starting to see little kids. Like, it's like five and seven or eight years old looking like him, you know, light skin and they dressing like him. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, it's starting to change. And then I started seeing the high school kids starting to shoot like him. You know what I mean? Like, it was just the game really changed for him. You know what I mean? And um, he deserved it, man. Like, I, I felt that emotion. Like, I remember when Ray Allen did it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he hugged Reggie Miller. You know, and I, I re- so I'm, I'm really happy for him, you know. He really he deserved it. And the garden, like you said, the garden was perfect. Um, I um, He blew his father a kiss, actually. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, his dad was a probably B plus, you know what I'm saying, um, basketball player. And to see his son to become actually a phenom, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's really what Steph Curry is. Mm-hmm. He's a phenom, you know what I'm saying? And and all the hard work and the things that happened, him watching his dad, all, all, all the ups and downs, you know what I mean? I know that had to be a great feeling, you know. Um, and to his mother, I want to let her know that I make a mean soup. So y'all go ahead. I think I cut the pole of sausage up and everything in the jump. Bro, I've met I've met them, bro. Um Oof. they actually when uh Steph was in college, they actually came uh to the T Mobile store I was working at uh to get upgrade upgrades on their phones, bro. That's a mm. woman. For real? Yes. Did you give Ooh. her free night minutes? <laughs> I may or may not be able to throw her in a case. <laughs> <laughs> my brother you know how to do it yes, sir. <laughs> yeah man oh. man oh man yeah uh, Blacksburg's finest huh but anyway we're gonna do- hey man but, I just want to have a seat beside her I want to when she go watch him <laughs> I just yeah. want to be sitting right next to her when she jump up oh 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 yeah. oh I wanted, oh, I, wanted, I wanted to be that person that, that hugged her after that point. We all wanted to be that, right. that individual. Oh, oh. 
He hit a three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. But, yeah, shout, shout out to Sonya. My hey, ain't she, where's she from? Ain't she from VA? Yeah, because uh, I think, from? yeah, she's from Virginia because she went to Virginia Tech. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah that's how they met. And, and her current boyfriend is what it'd be quiet. Any a any a bear or something like that. What is he? Who do he play for? <laughs> nah, he I mean he played for Virginia Tech. I mean they all went to school uh, together. Did he, he play in the NFL? Him. Yeah, he played for the Patriots. Oh the Patriots. Oh <laughs> yeah. When they when they suck. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. This is before it's for Robert Kraft bought the team. All kind of oh, okay. horrible, but yeah. Um, yeah, this it was it was a great night. Like to me, I just look at it, it was it was historic. It's now you look at things nowadays, these that's those type of moments that you gotta really cherish because mm-hmm. certain things aren't being celebrated anymore as it as it you know as it should be. So I think this was a good night for um to get this record, like you said, in the garden, because it would have kind of sucked if it would have been in Indianapolis. I was like, I, I was, I watched the game Monday, and I was like, <laughs> right. miss, 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 please miss, please miss, because he was, they was two away. I was like, bro, stop shooting, like, <laughs> to a point where do not shoot. I want you to get this in the garden, and it was fitting, Um, and then they able to stop the game the way they did. And then you, like you said, you just think about the journey that he's been through, and it, and and I and I really feel for the Knicks because a they could have got him, <laughs> but you know they you know they they kind of whiffed on him. It wasn't going to do that, <laughs> but right, that's what I'm saying. Just imagine being a Knicks fan, punching punching in the air. You could have got right. this man, and you know, so <coughs> that too. And then just like you said, and just the journey of him, like people. Right. People fail to realize, like, you know, people just think, oh, you're a son of an NBA player. No, he's kind of one of those guys that got out the mud. You know, he right. went to Davidson. He had to, you know, work on his game. We talk, you know, I always talk about like his shooting range when he was a teenager, kind of had that awkward, uh, that awkward shooting range. So he, you know, overcame that. And then, like you said, and, you know, and, and it's one of the things where it's even to my su- surprise, I didn't think he was going to be that good, like to, to that mm-hmm. point. I thought, you know, I knew he, you know, we knew Dale was a dog. And I like, because, you know, I was like, well, that's, you know, Dale was a dog. Now, that's another thing, two people don't, and like, you know, as far as in our age group, we knew Dale was a dog. Dale was one of those guys that, hey, you, 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 you when he either shoot, shoot a three, you, and you better watch out. He's going to make that. So for him to, you know, pretty much, you know, at this point, it's just something short of amazing. Um, and like you said, these moments are just, these are golden. This is what makes the mm-hmm. sports and makes everything special because of these type of situations. And like you said, seeing Ray Allen and, and Ray Allen really has been like, you know, he's, he's quiet. He's not a guy that you'll always see that often. So it was good to see like Ray Allen and then also Reggie being there too. And then even the emotion with him was stuff like even showing that pure emotion. Cause you know, this is something, this is a major record. And you know, it's one of those things where it's just like you, you, you know, you cherish these type of moments, and hopefully, you know, um, this will, you know, obviously is going to continue. And you know, who's who's to say down the line somebody's going to be this record? But we know Steph will be there to right. congratulate that person with, with open arms because that's the type of guy he is. And then even the speech right. at after the game, you know, and and that was the beautiful thing about it where. He really showed you it's it's not just about me, it's about everyone else. And I think that's what makes I think that's why I think when I look at Steph Curry, you want to root for a guy like that because it's he knows that you know it's not it's not about him. 
he mm. knows about his teammates. So I always I thought that was just a great moment in the locker room because it, it could have easily been like me, 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 celebrating my accomplishment. But mm. he took it off himself. And that that's and that's just like that was amazing. That was just beautiful what happened last night. And you realize also he gave Draymond Green and Andre Iguodala um personalized uh watches. Yep. And KD won him one. <laughs> Look, I'm how like, come he didn't get one to Clay? He got well, he Clay gave it to the top, he gave it to the top two. His top two people gave him the most assists. Oh so okay. KD is third and, and uh Clay is fourth. So that's why KD was like, Where am oh. I at? You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. Yeah. So I'm even though it's petty, he he actually does have a point. Petty as it right. is, he does have a point. Yeah, he does. Right. Yeah, and and I'm I'm surprised Skip Bayless didn't run with it. Hey, I, I'm gonna tell you. I want. I'm going. My bad. Go ahead, fellas. No, no, you. Good. I was just gonna say real quick. I'm gonna say this, man. The way KD act. If I was like a sports person that I said something about KD, even if I gave him props and he came back like he did a skip. I was just black KD just being KD, bro. What, I mean, what you gonna do? He gonna right. hit you for burner accounts, sideways, you know what I'm saying? He gonna hate on you for 10 years because that's how KD is. So just let it go. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Just let it go. And yeah. Let KD be KD. Like like uh Real. like Shannon did. He was hating on Shannon, like Shannon did. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, dude. Gotta let it go, man. Personally, you can't win. I I'm happy for him because he represents our generation too. You know what I mean? Maybe a little bit after our generation, but definitely our generation. And it just shows you for him to be there, how how those games, those playoff runs and those seasons, how hard they played. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And how, you know, and like it, it means it, it means a lot. Like, and I'm and I'm 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 rocking with him because he's from our generation. Them older dudes, they they can't they really don't they can't stand him, but they're not gonna say nothing because <laughs> it's pops. Yep. And let's just be real. Yeah. They can't stand them. They can't stand them. And I think he's one of those ingredients to make the next the new NBA players elevate to ascend. You know what I'm saying? Because you got guys now you don't even think you shoot threes. Like I see Dwight Howard shooting threes. And he has to because <laughs> the game is changing. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's the truth. Like mm-hmm. the big man's got to be able to do it. You know what I mean? So shout out yeah. to him, man. He deserves it. Yeah, yeah. Steph, shout out to Steph. Yeah, yeah. Impact on the game, man. Steph, he changed it. Like, yep. Now I know you said in college you didn't see it, but I tell you, like, seeing him play at Davidson, even when yeah. he had big games against high-profile teams, man. This what sets him apart from his brother and his dad is his ability to be a actual point guard and mm. shoot the ball the way he can. Yeah, mm-hmm. because if you can take away his shot. He has something else that he can do. He can move. He can pass. You know, he can get to the lane, shoot it as well. So he can do more than just be that specialized player. That's what he's known for. But if you watch him, he will take it to the goal. I mean, he's not going to dunk on anybody, but, you know, he'll take it to the goal, lay it up, pull up a little floater. He does those mm-hmm. other things. He'll give up the, he'll give up the rock. He, he gets assists as well. So he has that versatility in his game. And that's what I saw at Davidson. I was like, that's what's going to get him to the league. And that's what's going to yeah. make him nice. And then that three – that's going to be his bread and butter, but the other stuff is what's going to keep him in the league. You know, Seth, he stayed in. He he plays better defense. Seth is a better defender, um, has the shot, can move better. The only thing that ever hurt Dale Curry was he always had slow feet. If he had, if he was quicker on the feet, he'd yep. have been a better player. Big time. Yeah, man. And, yeah, Steph is always, yes. Shout out to Steph, man. Like I said, 
my biggest moment for Steph is on his 30th birthday, this man was eating a rack of ribs with a white t-shirt. And, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That is impressive. All, yes. all right. superhero, every right. superhero doesn't wear and, capes. He that is a, is a couch yeah. coach legendary. <laughs> right? Right there. That, that Bro, just took me back see, to 17, boy. Right. Do you understand like how difficult <laughs> that is? Trust me. Now, don't get me wrong. Shooting 2,978 make made three-pointers are tough. But try wearing a white shirt and eating a rack of ribs. Now you crazy. You know what and I'm saying? And not getting a drop on <laughs> it. Drop That's... off of that. Legendary. Yeah. <laughs> right. Legendary. That's um, <laughs> a lot of stuff, man. I know we got to move on, but like, yeah. you know, he's six foot five, but he looks on the floor. He looks like he could be like six one because right. he knows how to use his. It's. I'm, I mean, we really should do this because he's not Iverson. He's not Chris Paul. He's not these certain guys, but he knows how to. He got a little bit in him, you know. He got a, just a little bit in him because he learned how to use his height a specific way. Like he's a, a small big man, like you know, because he's really six five. You know what I mean? Yeah. He holds they like he in the way he runs off the screens. You don't even think he's that fast. Like he has a certain way he can run. Like it's just, yeah. you know, it's a lot. Of, you could tell his game. He put a lot of work in his game, and it's has shown. You know what I mean? Yep. And he never stopped pushing. Once he got to the league, he's just gotten better and better. You know what I'm saying? That's yep. important too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like it ain't just a, you know he grind, he worked for it. It's you know mm-hmm. like we said, it right. nothing was handed to him. So you know, because definitely. I remember we we've seen, but like if you ever really we saw players like uh, uh, Steph Curry growing up. You know the guy that would shoot from half court. There's just certain things he would do, but you never really thought that he would. It was always a certain type of player that would make it, and I think that he figured out a way to play. Mm-hmm. He don't have to have the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. Like he figured out a way to get his, his main thing is I could shoot. And he figured out so many, like so many different dynamics of ways to get open to shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big time. Scary situation. Yeah. So before we get on to our next topic, let's pay some bills real quick. So definitely a uh, huge shout out to our good folks at Built Bar. They are truly stand out among protein bars with their exceptional nutritional profile and so many delicious flavors. So use our promo code, off the ball, which provide you, your friends, for 10% off discount at our web at their website at builtbar.com. So, fellas, we got a, a, a COVID outbreak in, uh, in the major sports, obviously, mm-hmm. in the NBA and the NFL. So, obviously, in the NBA, uh, we got the Bulls. Um, the last, their next, well, I don't know if it's the next two games because they had the game yesterday and then the game tomorrow. Yeah, it's, at least, it's at least one more, yeah. One more, yeah, this could be postponed. Uh, we got guys like James Harden, Dwight Howard out. Uh, the Nets ba- barely was able to suit eight players um, last Crazy. night. And then the Raptors, their arena now is going to be at 50% capacity. Then we also got some other NFL notable ones. We got, obviously, we got 70 players that tested positive. Um, since we got an outbreak. Monday. Yes, it's Monday, so it's going to grow, potentially. Crazy. We got it. And we got an outbreak in Cleveland, which yes. now it's even worse because they got a game on Saturday. Uh, Baker Mayfield's out. Kevin Stefanski's out. Dedrick Wills is out. Uh, Landry, um, Juice Landry. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys Juice. on that. Ju- yeah, so a lot of guys. The co- coach had it last year, right? Yeah, he, yep. Mm-hmm. He, got it this, he had it this time, too. Wow. <laughs> especially in the, in, the, yeah, in the timeline because they played Saturday afternoon. So, mm-hmm. Generally, nine times out of ten, they're probably not going to be able to get those two days 
worth of um, negative tests potentially. Mm-hmm. So that's another implication with that. And then also we got the Rams um, have that's one like we I think they had what um, like mi- not minutes but maybe like a few hours before kickoff. A lot of guys. Um, yeah, Ramsey and Higby were two of them. Yep, Higby. Yeah. And then yeah, outbreaks in Minnesota and also in Washington. So NFL, I know that essentially postpone their situation. They're just going to roll with it because of, because of the quantity of players that they have. Now, versus the NBA, where if you have a team, especially like with Chicago, I think they got, I think their number was like 10 people um, as far as the outbreak is concerned. So should the NBA, the biggest question I want to ask you, fellas, should the NBA postpone, um, well, I would say postpone, but should they suspend the season? I'm going to go to you first, cool. I'm going to say no. Um, if anything, they should do what the Raptors are doing. Uh, Cause I know they started with the, um, the Maple Leafs, the hockey team there um, and just cut down the amount of people that are at the events. But here's the thing. That's the problem. And this is, uh, you know, here in North Carolina, we're getting back to the point where we in that red area again, mm-hmm. people are going out now. They're not wearing their mask. Yep. They're being around people that may be wearing their mask, but if you weren't wearing your mask everywhere that you're going, and you're going out, you're hanging out, you're doing things like a normal person again. You're putting yourself in contact with people who may not be adhering to all the rules. So then you get it, you bring it back to an organization, <clears throat> and it runs rampant. You know, here in Charlotte, the Hornets, they were down a lot of players. They still have a couple of players that they haven't gotten back. They were at a point where they were playing seven, eight players, you know, and they just got started getting some of those guys back last game. So <clears throat> People have to take this serious. We're not out of the clear, right? Well, we're not in the clear. We're not out of the woods here. We're not in the clear. You have to use common sense. I know that the NFL, the NBA, NFL, they have their rules and their protocols and stuff, but I think you got to tighten them up a little bit again. You got to say, look, guys, you know, understand that you can go out, you can do whatever, but we're, we're trying to get through a season here. You know, I think you have to make things more stringent, kind of pull back on, you know, some of the things that they're able to do. Maybe you say, hey, guys, we need you at the facility and at home, right? We got to get through this. We got to get this um, thing over, get the season done. I think for the NBA, <clears throat> same thing. We need you at facilities. We need you at home. We don't want to see you guys out at parties and stuff. You got to tighten some of those strengths that you're kind of allowed to get loose before. Um, it's serious, man, and it's not going away. So the only way to combat it is, you have to kind of isolate yourself to a point. And that's what they got to get back to doing. Yeah, definitely. What you got, Maui? What's your thoughts? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think it should be suspended. I think that um, they just need to tighten up on things, you know, especially the holidays. You know, that's the whole thing is everybody want to be comfortable with everything. And um, you can't really. You still got to still just got to be responsible to this thing get somewhat under control just be responsible you know what i mean <clears throat> um i'm sure uh you know i don't know necessarily i know they want fans in there maybe they might need to most likely cut back some um you know i don't know i don't think it should be suspended though i mean i think the nba had already done a pretty good job away of things i think that uh you know you know, just like when we was on the road, man, just got to make a few rules that you can't do this, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? And keep everything to a, a to a minimal. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
it's really it's man. The bottom line is, yeah. it's not. It's really nothing you really could do. It is what it is. Like you might just have to swallow your pride, and you're gonna have to have a minor league or something. You know what I mean? It has to. It has to keep going on. You know, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, the NBA. You know, a lot of teams have that because they had a, the. Um, I think it's called the G League now. Um, right. Where a lot of teams, and you know, Charlotte's one of them, where they have a G League affiliate. So worst case scenario, you can call up a couple of those guys, you know, to play in games where you have a lot of guys mm-hmm. out. But yeah, you gotta you, you gotta be more responsible. People have to be more responsible because it's not just you; it's the people you're around as well. And that's what people have to realize. I think that's kind of what people are starting mm-hmm. to get away from. Start trying to treat mm-hmm. things like it's more normal, and we ain't we haven't got there yet. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I know there's been some rumbling saying that the NBA should suspend the season, but they're not because you got to think about it. We're 10 days away from their marquee event, which is Christmas Day. They're not going to cancel. Like we always talk about the, the reason why they started the season, you know, last year on December the 22nd, because guess what? You know, <laughs> these right. networks were the big piece of the chicken, which is right. Christmas Day. Yes, sir. So they're not going to, you know, and like you said, and it's kind of expected because and I know the NFL was kind of tightening up a lot during the Thanksgiving holiday as far as they had certain kind of type of mandates. And the same thing will happen here. I think we're going to be in a period, especially now, between now, New Year's and what have you. So I would assume we're going to have outbreaks probably up until maybe like February or, or, or you know, see March. So one of those things where, like you said, it's just going to be a case-by-case basis. Like, right. you know, teams are going to just ramp it up. I think the NBA now, I think they're going to try to, if it's not, it's not official, but there was a suggestion that they need to be tested daily, do that, kind of do those type of situations with that's concerned. So I definitely think they're going to post, um, they will postpone it. And definitely with the NFL, the NFL is without no shadow of a doubt, regardless of they the outcome, whatever. They can't because they're, that's another one where, you think about it, it's another one where you're at the home, you're the home stretch for the NBA for the NFL season. You know, now you know, added that extra week. So obviously week 18 is so vital. And that's three, mm-hmm. you know, obviously that's three weeks away. You got the playoffs, then you got the Super Bowl in February in Los Angeles, all places. So that's another one too, where I'm just really curious down the line of how when it comes to the attendance, I think Toronto might become like the poster child of what maybe other teams are going to be doing. That could that could be a situation that's going to that could you know that could happen at every league. And we'll talk about the NFL, even talk about NHL, where they might limit. I think that's going to be something that's probably more. If we talk about as far as a drastic change, it'll probably be that when it comes to to uh, fan situations. So. I mm. think you know the leagues itself, and but you know it's one of the things where, like, they gotta do their due diligence, especially now with the holidays. You got Christmas and you got New Year's. You got you know, so they're gonna be tight when it comes to those type of events because we know how holidays are, and it's it's just that's mm. even for anybody. We know we 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 all gather around Big Mom in them house, right. and we all just you all just come together and we're just becoming super spreading events. And but seriously, <laughs> but in all but but in all seriousness. That's that's just the microcosm of of what's of what's going to happen. Everybody's going to gather together, and like you said, like the cool's point, where you're going to have people that are going to be unmasked, and they're just, they're going to they're going to treat it like it's 2019. But you know, it is what it is. But yeah, 
So yeah, like I, I see that. I mean, it's just a lot too, man. Like I, NHL is not doing too well. They having an outbreak yeah. also. You yeah. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, um, I don't know, man. Like it, 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 it's just that they, you know, for me, please, please, NFL. I'm trying to see this halftime show. I don't even know why y'all tripping. You know, Drake coming back. Drake coming back. I'm just messing with y'all. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But oh, they gonna, but, they gonna make sure they gonna happen. Yeah, that's what I was telling. I said, bro, they are not gonna stop. They're like, man, we are gonna get through these games. We are gonna knock off these playoffs, and then we are gonna get ready for this Super Bowl. This Dr. Drake, you know, yeah, <laughs> like you know, real talk. Yeah. This may be one of those years where the teams that don't have a lot of guys that get hit by COVID might be the ones that win a championship. Yeah, right. Now, right, because you look at like Cleveland. Cleveland is another example where this is a pivotal game, and it ain't just Baker and Coach Stefanski. You got Jijic Wills is one of probably one of the best. You're trying to guys. go sign Josh Johnson to play. That's how bad right. things are getting for you. Right, right. Shout out to him. He had a cup of coffee in Washington and, and a great road victory against the Jags in 2018. Shout out to Josh coffee. Johnson. Thank you. <laughs> I hope so, Baker and everybody feel better. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's another one where you look at that's another one where they're kind of charting up, obviously, with the win over Baltimore last week. Right. Now you got a Raiders team that's on on the just on the verge of tanking once again, and they can snag a road victory and still be in this playoffs. And we talked about that from what Buffalo to Miami. I think Miami's thirteenth, and they're only separated by a game from seven hmm. to thirteen. Is only separated by a game, and wow. like you said, this. This could be the what we can, you know, we might have a situation where COVID might wreak the wreak havoc on certain teams, especially. I think you look at, and I don't want Cleveland to say this an excuse, but and I, you'll hear you'll hear fans in, in, in Cleveland say that, you know, so mm-hmm. you know, but at the end of the day, <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> but. That's I mean, you're gonna have those type of situations where you know you're gonna be missing out key players, and this is the wrong time to be without your wide receiver, your left tackle. I think what Jeter was it with a left tackle, right? I forgot, I don't forget what he's all right. line left tackle. Yeah, you this is the wrong time for that to happen, but like you said, I don't think they're gonna, they're gonna postpone it because you got a you got a, a, a quad a quint quintuple header, uh, quintuple. Um, header on uh, in ten days, so they definitely not going to um, do that whatsoever. So, fellas, Spencer Rattler, <laughs> Spencer Rattler is heading down to to your neck of the woods, right down on eighty five in Columbia, South Carolina. Yes, <laughs> he is. Uh oh, Spencer Rattler coming to USC. Well, that's what we used to call it. Cool. I'm telling my age again. Now, this is before like Reggie Bush and Matt Lyon and all of them was like doing their thing. We used to call USC University of Southern uh, of uh, uh, South Carolina. South Carolina, yeah. You remember? Was you just, you it, know that was cool. just South Carolina, yeah. Right, cool. Yeah, you, they lost. You got to feel me on that one. You got to feel <laughs> me on that one. Yeah. Remember, we used to say, "I'm like, oh man." Now you remember we used to call USC Southern California. <laughs> I mean, that's Southern California. <laughs> we used to call it South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, so, I remember. Yeah, right, right. US, now it's got to be the USC in the South. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing, but, you know. Hey, USC. Right. So, no comment, cool. man, no comment. <laughs> right, right, correct. So, right. So, cool, your thoughts on Spencer Rattler co- going to South Carolina? 
so I was, you know, kind of checking into this a little bit after everything's been broken since then. And it's interesting because Spencer Rat was going and he's taking um his tight end and a good friend of his, Austin Stogner, with him. Mm-hmm. So not only is uh the real USC, I'm gonna call it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um getting Rattler, but they're also getting, you know, a tight end, another position that they really needed, you know, a, a number one option there. You know, they went six and six, you know, they had to use three different quarterbacks, even had to use a grad assistant to play quarterback. That's how bad things got in South Carolina last year. Wow. So them being able to get a talent like Rattler uh, to come there, you know, and still has, I think, I believe he still has two years of uh, eligibility. eligibility. So, you know, you get him for a couple of years, you get a tight end to come with him that knows him, that knows how to play with him, automatic connection. Every quarterback needs a tight end to be their escape valve when things go wrong, which they normally do on a regular basis. Um, and then Stagner, he's six foot six. So he's a big boy. So, you know, good target. Yeah. So I think that this is a very good move for South Carolina. Um, it's a loss for Oklahoma, but Oklahoma's had bigger losses in the last couple of weeks. Right. Um, including their coach. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just to, Side step, side note, real quick. You cannot blame that man for leaving there and going to the other USC, right? Yeah. When you're turning around and you're going to the most difficult conference to play in in college football, the SEC. So, you know, Oklahoma, I know a lot of y'all are mad that your coach is rolling out on you, but you did it to yourselves. Yep. You know, you did it to yourselves. Norman, Oklahoma, California. You tell me that if you had a job offer you more money and you were in Norman, Oklahoma and offered to move you to California, you the cost of living increase and all that, that you would not go. Every one of you are lying. That's what he did. But, you know, just quick side note. But back to uh, Rattler, man. He's going to be great for them. He's going to be obviously a major upgrade. He's a guy that has aspirations of going to the NFL. So he's going to get there. He's going to play well. He's going to help them draw other talent in. Uh, You know, you're going to be able to get a better tier of wide receiver because I'm going to play with Spencer Rattler for two years. Right? You're going to get probably a young quarterback. It's like, I can learn a Rattler for a year or two. Then take over. You know, and, and try this thing myself. So I think it's big. Um, another quick factoid about that. The head coach came from Oklahoma. So they have a relationship. So very smart decision by him to go reach out and grab two guys that he knows very well and bring them into his offense. Yep. Shout out to Shane Beamer. Yep. Mm-hmm. The, the recruiting god. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maui, you're, you're – um, so- I, I really um, didn't know much about it. Um, I looked up. Am I mistaken? The one reason why he left because he lost his job. Did it? Did I see something? Yeah, he got benched for Caleb Williams. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so that so when I look at that, I think you know not these these, these um they're college kids, but you got to know your value. So if you got aspiration to go into NFL and you get benched, then and then the coach leaves anyway. You know what I mean? Right. Then you definitely got to got to weigh your options, and that's what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? And I don't know much about college. He doesn't have an agent, right? 
I don't. No, well, no, they, I, don't, I, don't, they, don't right? they don't. They don't allow that as of yet. As of yet, <laughs> okay. right? So what you I'm get getting to is, deal, though. So yeah. what I'm getting to is that means he had to handle, most likely handle his own business. You know what I'm saying? To make some phone calls or unnecessarily talk to certain recruits, say, "Hey, man, coach is leaving. I'm looking to get out of here." So then, by him going through this situation, once he get into the league, he gonna understand this is a business. You know what I mean? Like some people, and it starts in college. Some people want to just play for Notre Dame, even though Notre Dame might be dogging you, you know, or you might have had a better situation playing at Jackson State. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And with this, I just think it's going to help him from from his whole mindset to understand that this is a business. So for me to get here, I need to take this opportunity, and then might even you know talk to his um, like you said, his homeboy. Like man, why don't you come with me? We help right. each other out. You know what I mean? And then so we can get to the league. You know what I mean? So yes, sir. kudos to him, man. Shout out to him and um, the USC of the South. <laughs> Real USC. Right. Yeah. And I like, I think this is a great move for Spencer Rattler. Like a part of me, um, and I think him, you know, reuniting with Shane Beamer. Like I talk about, I, I always like Shane Beamer, even, you know, when he was at uh, Virginia Tech being, you know, recruiting, he always was in, always here in Richmond getting talent. I look at mm-hmm. him as kind of one of those guys that really believed in the 804 talent. And you see a lot of our, a lot of our 804 legends mm-hmm. were, you know, were recruited by Virginia tech and, you know, some of them kind of did the migration to Blacksburg. So I, you know, I always like, like Shane Beamer um, just for that, because, you know, at that time, 804 was looked at as left, like ain't no talent out here, but you know, he was always kind of being in this area um, scouting real hard. So yeah, he's going there. And I think he, I think Spence is going to get a, a, a you know, a, a clean start. And I just hope this humbles him. Cause a lot of it too, I, with him, I, I really studied his body language after he got benched. Mm-hmm. Obviously he got benched in the, uh, in, at the state fair game. I was that called the oh, red. Oh, well, I sound like Tony Romo now. The Red the River Rivalry. Yeah, I sound like Tony Romo on huh? But anyway, for <laughs> <laughs> the Red River Rivalry at, at the state field. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out, shout out <laughs> to that. But you can tell even a, in, a, in a win like that, exhilarating win against Texas, even though they shouldn't have had no business winning that game. But that's here nor there. But I see his body language. He looks so despondent. Like everybody, he was happy. You, I could tell like he was pissed. Like he didn't get. Mm-hmm. That win, he didn't give a damn about any of that stuff. And you can just tell mm-hmm. you can look at him in the sideline because I remember one time I think, um, uh, you know, um, Caleb Williams. I know for some odd reason I don't think he got hurt, but I think he was able to get back up or whatever. But you just look at him like ready to throw the football. He just, you know, this is body language to me always. And then obviously the QB one didn't really help. The QB one series really didn't help him kind of. From a personality standpoint, he looked somewhat like of a jerk. You know, hate to say that about a, a teenage a teenager at the time, but he kind of did some stuff that kind of didn't really exemplify, you know, you know, as far as next level, next next level type of, you know. Boy, I'm serious. I, I hate to say that, but <laughs> I know it, it did because remember he threw the his, his little wide receiver under the bus and. All this type of stuff, and I'm just like, bro, you're a leader. You can't be like in these kids' face, like, dude, you you're better than that. Like, dude, you're not. You can't. And I hate to hate to say that about a kid, but in the same token, he's on a series, and he's and he's he's not above critique or approach. This is right. what I see. 
So, you know, I hate to do that type of stuff because I don't never want to be that old man, get off my lawn type of guy. But that's kind of one of the moments that make you think like, yeah, that, that sounded kind of like an old man type of thing. But but in all seriousness, I, I like it, like you said. And I, I wanted to see how he competes against SEC competition. That's the thing mm-hmm. I really want to see, you know, when he, you know, when he's playing like, you know, Georgia, Alabama, LSU, those type of talents. So what he's Florida's do defense, because Florida's offense, yeah. ah, but the defense is good. Yeah. So definitely, I think, and then, you know, in South Carolina, even though it's to their credit, they were, you know, at 500 team, they're bold. Man. Oh, yeah. Now, I really shouldn't shout them out because obviously we played them in what, 16, well, 15 days from today. And that Duke's mayonnaise bowl in, in, in your backyard, cool. We I told you we we're gonna get the shot in some kind of way. <laughs> Duke's mayonnaise, <laughs> but the bowl <laughs> names is wild. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's right. So I shouldn't be so complimentary to South Carolina, but definitely huge shot to Shane, to Shane Beamer, what he's doing out there in Columbia. I mean, um, in Columbia, South Carolina. But yeah, we got we got to play them in, in 15 days. You know, um, looking forward to that. And yeah, but yeah. But yep. <laughs> I, told, I, told, but I told you, cool. We were gonna get to Charlotte any way necessary. I thought we were gonna be the AC championship, but hey, we did get to Charlotte. Just, you said you was coming. He not, yo, he does not like this quarterback, though. I'm telling you. Yeah, you know, I really don't. You know, I hate to be that type of person, but I really don't like his body language. Like, you know what I'm saying? You gotta be a leader. You can't throw people on the bus. <laughs> he came I'm sitting out over here jerk. like this. Right, I'm sitting here <laughs> no, like this. Bro, bro, like Baker that, Mayfield to me. What is it? The QB? Look at, look at like, the He's QB been compared one. to him, too, real talk. <laughs> right, There's been right, comparisons exactly. to Baker Mayfield, Mayfield, so. Right. And if you look at that, if you, because it was he on, it was a QB one. It was one of them series that was on Amazon. I forgot what it was. It was, I think it was QB one. I think he was on that series because it's like two different series. Yeah, I remember seeing him on one, and I remember saying like he's a little, yeah, he's a little uh, intense, jerk. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean he did, and everybody we always reference that. But yeah, so fellas, I want to talk about briefly. We'll talk about Urban Meyer real quick. So Urban Meyer. My goodness, it I'm telling you, when it when it when it rains, it pours when it comes to Urban Meyer. So obviously, there has been a report this week. Obviously, there's so many like events in, in just this short time period with the Jaguars. Tom Perlicero um wrote an article. So there was leaked information of a team meeting. Pretty much he's telling his assistants that they are losers and he's a winner. And then when they asked about Asked about it. Obviously, we know the, the loss to the to the Titans last week. Now, remember, Mike Vabrell is 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 understudied for him. Obviously, he was one of the coaches at Ohio State when he was there. At the, as you know, so that's one of his understudies. That's one of his you know coaching friends. Cole showed them. Then after that, when they asked him about the report that came out twenty four hours prior to that. He said pretty much he denied the allegations and said if anybody would leak that, they would be unemployed. So the latest news of Urban Meyer, I'm almost to a point, guys. Is it time to fire him now or do we wait to January the 10th? I'm sorry. No, Bob, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I'm going to go first. Oh, what's up? You don't mind, dude, because I go first. Yeah, you good. Yeah, yeah, you good. Hey, man, he wants to be fired, man. Dude just got eighty-six million dollar guaranteed. He's been trying to backslide for weeks. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are you talking about? Yeah, he trying to be fired. 
I don't think any coach should be trying or anybody in the NFL right now should be not be trying to be big headed or telling anybody what to do after the emails and after the things they saying, the, the allegations with, with, with Snyder, man, go get some gingerbread, man, be able to build a gingerbread be be um, Bill Murray at the end of Scrooge. Like try to be as positive as you can, bro. Don't be in there barking no orders on anybody because everybody got a phone. You can't trust nobody. They're going to put it out there. But do I think it's time to him for him to be fired? Sound like to me he wants to be. I a hundred percent, thousand percent, a million percent agree. Exactly with what you said. I could put it better myself. That man don't want this job no more. Mm-hmm. That man that went, got caught messing with girls in the club when he should have been on the plane with his players. You know, he didn't wild out and said things before. He didn't said this, threatening to fire people for snitching. So you basically confirming that you said it, but you're denying it at the same time, right? Because there's no need to threaten people for snitching if you didn't say it. That's right. Right. So it's crazy. It is like, like you said, that's a whole bunch of money. I'm not going to turn down that money. I'm not going to get sick and leave this job. You, I'm going to sit here and you're going to fire me. Let me get my 86 bill. You fire me. And I'm going to go on about my business, <laughs> right. go back to the networks and talk for a few years and then slide back in somewhere at college. Hey, man, I want to be able to do that. They'll let him in somewhere. They'll let him in somewhere. He'll go back to Fox. Yeah, you can go to the network for a few years and then slide back into coaching. They'll let it back in. Hell, he might be back next year. I mean, for real, like yeah, you think about if a, if, a, if a power five offer falls into his lap, like if a, if a blue blood team, you know, if a blue blood school is available in 2022, uh, well, you know, going into 2023, yeah. I can see that. I can see him going back to Fox um, and, you know, being there, like, you know, obviously. And then I think if a, like, if, like if, if a, you know, if a team does a good team, like a blue blood team kind of, Comes out the out the blue, which we want. It's gonna happen. Well, it would. It'll yeah, be a really. blue blood school that's probably gonna need a coach. <laughs> Might be one in Ann Arbor, but I'm gonna be quiet about that. <laughs> you know. Oh man, he done bought himself like four five years. Just well, off that one win. <laughs> but I think he might be Viva Las Vegas. I wouldn't want to go there. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just. This is just this here say. This ain't. This just. Yeah, just, I wouldn't want to go there. Guys talking about this some barbershop talk, so this more so you know right. we ain't, we ain't, we ain't Adam Adam Chef the official, but yeah, I've right. been hearing some rumblings about him trying to go to Vegas, which and almost to, to my point, and I hate to say it like this, but you know not to kind of sidetrack it, but like Jim Harbaugh probably it's probably the highest that he's gonna go with this team. I don't I don't necessarily think that he's ever gonna get back to. So to me. Go going to Las Vegas, you know, try to try to resurrect Derek Carr or do something. But anyway, but yeah, I think I think it's time. I think yeah, it's just to a point where you give my boy Derek Carr a line. That's what you need right. to do. Resurrect exactly. the line. <laughs> and like I'm almost to a point where you really got to cut your losses with Irvin White because it's I think we talk about 86 million dollars, and I hate to say this like this because obviously I ain't got that kind of money, but Take that eighty-six million dollar hit because you're gonna take even a worse, worse hit. Because if he stays around, nobody's gonna want to come to this team. He could poison Trevor Lawrence, right? And and he is your franchise. He's gonna be the one that's gonna be putting butts in seats. That's his job at this point. You don't want to have that tarp 
on the upper level deck of them, of them seats no more. And look he's what he's doing to, to James Robinson. James Robinson started out right. balling out. Now Urban Meyer started getting messy with it, and now he's playing like trash and killing me right. in fantasy. Right, and that's the thing. And you look at that, too, where he's starting to alienate the best players, and Marvin Jones is just walking out. They, then they, then they had to get on their knees and beg for this man to come back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just like you, this don't, This does not happen in professional sports. This it like doesn't. this is type of stuff you don't. This don't even happen in college because you get right. fired. This don't even exactly. happen in college. So that's how I'm just like you. The eighty six million dollars and we we and we. I'm only speaking on this because of the owner, Shad Khan, eighty six yeah. million dollars. That you know, put give me um when I go to the store and I want and I got like a ten piece nugget and I want an extra sauce that costs fifty cent. That's the same thing. I'm gonna get the extra sauce pack because I got this man owns. A number the number two wrestling uh in the world that he started from nothing. That's how much better he got. Exactly. So to me, the eighty-six million dollars, it's a loss, but in the same token, it's gonna be even bigger loss if he stays. Because now you're tainting this organization. Nobody's gonna ever wanna come here because just the moves that you've made started from even looking at the trickle effect, even when he first started hiring Chris Dole as a strength strength and conditioning coach. It was, it was going like, bad before it started. Well, he, I was like, <laughs> after all that stuff that he didn't been through, and you going and you still gonna have this man as like that's an embarrassment. And like, like to me, it's a drop in the bucket. It's like salt to me. The eighty six million dollars just is like the equivalent of me buying a sauce pack or <clears throat> or extra ranch. And then they just do it because you gonna you know, lose you you're losing the bigger picture. Yeah, maybe right. upgrade your I, combo. I, Right, right. right. I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, he has the name. Maybe he really don't want to coach no more. It's mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. But you can't. You know what it reminds me of? You remember back in the day when Phil Jackson was what, like the president or something like that for the Knicks or whatever he was, mm-hmm. the position he had, and he didn't want the job, but they gave him everything. Yeah. So he took it, and now to me, because of that, they don't talk about him as much as they should because he they they feel like he did such a horrible job with the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like Urban Meyer's the same thing. Like, come on, man, this dude's name meant something. Now all of a sudden he's he's getting listen to everything we said in the beginning, the negative stuff. It's like, do you do you really want to coach? I know you got the name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you don't want to coach, then get out the way and let some let some let some young 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 guy go ahead and get that position. It seemed like to me that's what the league kind of wanna want anyway. It looked like they really that's the way they want to go. I know they need to, you know, they need to do something because this at this point, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to cut them loose. I, I, you know, if I, I want to throw a name out there, potentially bring back one of your one of your top franchise quarterbacks. I'm just saying, you know, I got, you know, I got a name. Yeah, we got. I got a name you can throw out there too, Dougie P. Oh yeah, Doug Peterson. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Doug P. Bro, yeah, he should. He should. He should. But yeah, shout shout out to Doug P. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate you and Nate Subfield because first of all, I love that because like I, cool. I talked about this on my show maybe like four years ago, <laughs> not five years ago. I was so mad that when we that y'all we cut Nate Subfield. What did y'all do the next minute? Y'all signed him, and I I criticized that move like and. Thank goodness we paid dividends on that because obviously we know what, what happened in, in week 17 of 2020. But grass. <laughs> hey. So yeah. 
Nate Sudfield was the third or the backup quarterback during our Super Bowl run, so he yeah. put a little bit of positive juju on the team, so it was oh, worth yeah, it. Cause that, yeah, because that was the year y'all won the Super Bowl. That's right, because it was mm-hmm. in 2017. Yep, mm-hmm. that was the year he got cut from us, and then he ended up coming to y'all because we had y'all on opening, opening night, I mean opening day, and, you know, we know what happened in that game. <laughs> mm. So what, who's, the, who's the quarterback you're talking about? Uh, Nate Sudfield. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. You probably don't know who he is, and it, no, there's, there's I, no I reason to think it's. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I think the, the, it's the something also from... about Florida mm-hmm. and them coaches. Something about Florida and them coaches. They be having a good old time down there in Florida. Yeah. We we let's talk about the the the, the cannon arm and Nate Sudfield from the University of Indiana. <laughs> I'm trying to take the subject. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Shut up, Nate Sudfield, bro. I was like, yo. He gonna be He's like a, our. He gonna be. He gonna be like Super Bowl our, champion uh, Nate Sudfield. That's what's crazy. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes indeed. <laughs> well, you know Jason Garrett out there too. Shoot, bro, <laughs> bro. I was so hoping he got the Duke job, bro. I'm telling you, I, I almost. I swear. I swear to you. I almost prayed that night when I heard the rumor that he might go to Duke. I was almost prayed for that. I almost literally said, "I want this for Christmas." If he was going to Duke, I was like, "Please let that happen, so I can root against him once again." I was like, like "I already root against." Maybe, him right I, was like, I was like, "I was like, maybe they're talking about the, the men's basketball team." Let's go. <laughs> I like when he said football. I was like, "Oh, please." Please get this job. I'm like, I would, I would, I would take him to to the to Duke and get the job for him. I'll drive him to the facility so he can you be the job. Huh? Yes, because I was like, good, I do not, yeah. <laughs> so fellas, we gotta do our week 15 picks. Fellas. Man, I still can't believe we 15 weeks into the NFL season. I still can't Crazy. get over that. Right. I so, still can't believe we, we have a chance to make the playoffs the way we've been playing. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought in a million years that we the way we started. Like if somebody told me at, at on on uh Halloween that we'd be in a seventh spot in the NFC for the shoot, y'all already in, right? Yeah. Y'all in right yeah. now, yeah. Yeah, I never thought in a million years because we was man, we were talking about rebuilding, we were talking about look, just just put up some good film and get ready for 2022. But lo and behold. You know, things change, you know, in an instant. You know, one day, one day you're two and six, and then you're six and seven. You know, and y'all went down soon as Chase went down, right? Hmm. Then y'all start yeah. winning after he got hurt. Yeah. That's a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, that just shows you how, how good a What'd team you say? is. What'd you say? <laughs> What'd, you say? What'd you say, cool? I just say, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it happens at times. <laughs> Well, I mean, the reason I said it is because, mm-hmm. you know, I know a lot of people were saying that he was being ex- kind of exposed because he didn't have a lot of moves. You know, I'm not I like I like Chase, so I'm not talking bad about him. But, you know, I just yeah. think sometimes you, when you have a star player, you put so much on them. Like you still got to mm-hmm. win the game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And then when they're not there, everybody's yeah. like, OK, I can't watch him. I got to go play now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. And, you know. It, that's, I think it's really coincidental, but hey, we're gonna we're gonna find out next year. Such my homeboy, <laughs> he gets so emotional with. No, I'm yeah. serious. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
First well, game I is. Really, I think that really galvanized this team, though. I think it really did because it was it was really heartbreaking too. seeing that seeing that injury. Yeah, man. And it's well, the same thing that when field. You know? Heineken, <laughs> well, your your quarterback Chase was the first one to give him support last year. You know what I mean? Like he was the first one in his face. You know what I mean? So I'm sure, you know, him being a young player and being hurt, I'm sure that that kind of motivated yeah. him. And he's a leader, and like he's a leader. I've seen him even in. You know, that's another one where I, I'm I'm really all about body language. I remember, you mm-hmm. know, when we I think I really seen his true leadership is when he got hurt in in that in his rookie season. We played Cleveland and I seen him being adamant on the sidelines and him just being an active participant, even though he couldn't do nothing for us on the field, but he paid mm-hmm. dividends. Like he was like uh, you know, he you know, he did his thing in that and that um, you know, being off the bench, just, just being encouraging and helping guys out. So mm-hmm. yep. Um, so the opposite so, of Spencer Rattler is what you're saying. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, Spencer. Yeah, Spencer. You could just tell, and you know, <laughs> especially in that type of game, because you think about it, that's a like Texas and Oklahoma is a big game. Like yeah, that's the main reason why you go to that school, you know, for both teams because you want to play in the Red River rivalry. <laughs> you want you want to play at the state field, you know. <laughs> Charlotte's <laughs> Web. Yeah. Man. <laughs> And that would be dope, man. I always tell people, like, man, we should do something like that in, in Virginia. Where, like, like Virginia Virginia Tech should play, like, at, at the state field. That'd be dope. But, you know, renew that route. Yeah, and then they they make sure it's muddy. Let me, anyway, let's go. <laughs> so, we got some uh, week 15, fellas. Uh, we here. So, we got, first off, the Kansas City Chiefs at the L.A. Chargers. Who you got? Mm. What's your first cool? Chiefs, they peak. Okay. Yeah, KC. All right. Um, who you got, Maui? Oh, man, I'm, I'm gonna pick the Chiefs. I want to pick the Chargers because I like quarterback, but I'm gonna go Chiefs. Um. Yeah, you know what we'll we'll do for the, um we'll do a clean sweep. Give me Kansas City on the road and so far. It's gonna be a track meet. All right, so then we got some. Uh, we got uh, oh, that's right. Dang, I forgot about the two games. So, um, so we got Saturday two nights. Saturday games, yeah. yeah go which I got the one that got a TBD, and I'm like, bro, why didn't update this this schedule? But anyway, so obviously we got the Cleveland Browns um, versus the Las Vegas Raiders in Cleveland. Minus uh, Juice Stefanski, Diedrich, Baker. Who you got? The Browns versus who? The Ra- <laughs> um the, the Raiders, Las Vegas. You know what? I'm still gonna go with the Browns. Okay. Who you are be ashamed of yourself. Don't even do that, man. I was a Josh Jacobs is serviceable. Nick Chubb is still out there. The Ernest is still there. Johnson is still there. They're gonna be all right. Yeah, okay. Because it's the Raiders. You, it's, right. Yeah, and that's the only reason why it's it's a gift and a curse. Because of the fact it is a Raiders, the way they've been playing as of late. Man, they've had a hard year, man. Not gonna stop being hard on every year. They've had a hard every year. The Raiders, every year, the Raiders, that's every time it starts high right now. I'm going, I'm going with the Raiders. Let's go cleaning. We had a monster game last year, last week. Um, and it's weird, like, and I think only reason why I would pick Vegas in this one because of the injury, not the injuries, but the, the um the outbreak. 
because this is just one of those things where if to me, if the Raiders lose, I mean it's to a point where you 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 they can't be helped. This is almost like this is in your back pocket at this point because you they Cleveland has lost has lost so many guys. Like so it's like it ain't these ain't just you know, regular smegular guys. These are guys who are starting and have made tremendous impacts on this team throughout the whole entire season. And, and Joku's and, still uh, there. And, yeah, yeah, that's they true. That's true. Up. And then also Casey, and then also, um, and also uh, Case Keenum. And I think he's serviceable. He's a good quarterback. I wouldn't say he's the best backup in the league. Mm-hmm. Now I was just gonna say, I wonder if he, because I hadn't heard anything about him yet. I wonder if he got COVID. I hope not, because I don't know okay. who they third. I hope they would have signed. They would have signed Josh Jacobs. I mean Josh. Um, oh yeah, Josh Johnson. Yeah. yeah, Josh yeah. Johnson. Yeah. I know. Why didn't give my boy Cal Laletta uh, another infight again? <laughs> the the <laughs> cannon arm from the University of Richmond. <laughs> I thought Chubb Chubbs was hurt. <laughs> now nah, he back. He back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He came back last Man. week. The week before they buy because they was on buy last week. So and he might be, he's he'll be solid. Yeah, Johnson he'll come yeah, in. Johnson he'll he'll pick up because he balled in the Jets. Remember when he uh, on a, on the Thursday night against the Colts? And he's been on my he roster ever out. since. Right. So definitely Just hopefully so. But but man, if if it's another one, bring in my boy Cal Laletta. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then we got New England and Indianapolis on a on. To wrap up the Saturday doubleheader. I'm gonna go to you first, cool. This is a no-win game for me. Um, I don't want either of these teams to win. Me neither. Um, but I'm gonna go New England because I think they're going to be able to stop Taylor inside the 20. You know, I mm-hmm. think they're gonna be staunch on defense and they're not gonna let him plow through him and Hines plow through once they get inside that 15, 20 yard line in the red zone. I think they're going to, you know, play a different style of football there and, you know, be able to hold him back some and try to force Wentz to be able to, to be the one to make the plays. And I can tell you from previous experience, that's probably not what Indianapolis wants, um, but that's exactly what New England wants. Yeah. Who you got, Maui? I'm going New England. I don't want to, but I am. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, New England. Um, that I got, I'm gonna stand on my thing of stand on my, you know, on my prediction that the Colts won't make the playoffs. It's kind of one of those games that will kind of take them out. So, yeah, this give guy me, is wise. This man is yeah. wise. <laughs> 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 but yeah, give, yeah, give me New England. Um, yeah, they're, they're just riding the wave. All right. So then we got the New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. Jets. Dolphins, yeah, Miami. Yeah. Me too, Dolphins. Yeah, you play the Jets, play I pick the Jets. you. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I'm, <laughs> I, that's why I'm, that's why I wish we was in third place in the NFC East last year. We would have played the Jets. But we it was had a nice go, game. But we, had to nice go game. To, but we had to go to the outskirts of out of, of, uh, of the Niagara Falls and, and get mollywhopped in September. Orchard yeah. Park, but hey, it was nice playing the Jets. It definitely was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would. So this is the game that should have been the Saturday night tilt, but I'm gonna leave that alone. The matchup, 
that we all are waiting for, the NFC East battle. We got the Washington football team versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Pressure, cool. Yeah, a, what you got? <laughs> please, I'm a, I'm a, Philadelphia. A, please, please. <laughs> right. You gotta you got to be there. got to try to find a way to win. Hey, man, I, I'm not even going to make a pick, man. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Actually, I'm lying. I, All right. You know, long as the Washington football team is is winning, man, black people, they're they not killing each other out here. They're giving high fives, <laughs> doing the kid and play dance when they see each other. I'm serious. <laughs> it's the most entertaining thing you've ever seen in your life, man. It's like watching B Street. You know what I'm saying? When they be breakdancing to see see the you know, Cowboys and 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 and, 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 and the football yeah. team <laughs> to the heart beat beat. It's crazy, man. They be battling and stuff. It's great. You know what I'm saying? We just sit on the side and just watch them. Every once yeah. in a while, you know, a Giants fan to jump in and an Eagles fan. I ain't even gonna lie to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But they usually battle. And the weird thing about it is the Giant fans, y'all, they've won Super Bowls and so has the Eagles. But for some reason, the Washington football team in there, Cowboys just keep feeling like they the ones. Anyway, I'll let yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the streak is over. Um, I, I can, I can um, you know, root against my – I mean, root for my team. So give me the Washington football team. We got to win this game. If not – We'll be sitting at home, and you can you can officially send our 2021 NFC East Championship shirts to a third world country. I don't think they made them yet, but hey, <laughs> uh, they do make them. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> if they pre-made any minute, I hate to say it, but it's yeah. that uh, it's going to be the uh, the Dallas football team who would have them, right? Yeah, but if you do, if they do make them, send one to me. I won't wear them out. Well, won't wear it outside. I mean, I'll wear it outside a few years when people forget it. Like, yeah, we won. Right. Yeah, we won. <laughs> right. Me in a bar. Man, y'all ain't won the NFC East in 15 years. Bullshit. I got it to a 2021 shirt. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, I was so mad that they didn't we get flexed out to Saturday night. I'm serious. I was. I was really hoping we was going to get I thought we'd at least be a four o'clock game. You I thought about saying? that too. Yeah. I thought about that at least, at least. I thought we were going to be at least at, on a Saturday, but yep. But that second so, one could get flexed. Oh, big time. Yes. January 2nd. But they need to yeah. let me know ahead of time because I will be there. Uh, yeah. 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 We got Arizona at Detroit. Um, do we, do we, the best team versus the worst team? Arizona got to win this you know, game. Unanimous. Arizona got to win this yeah. game. Yeah, Arizona got to win. But you know that yeah. body language thing is real, man. When you watch that Arizona um, Rams game, mm-hmm. it, Rams, they body language and the, and the Arizona just looked like they just wasn't composed to me, especially yeah, on the I, sideline. I knew Hopkins was hurt too. His body language was bad. He's never had bad yeah. body language. Yeah. Like it was just too much throwing the, the – the helmets and all this. Nobody was motivating yeah, each other. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It was yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Arizona <laughs> in the landslide. We got Dallas at the New York Giants. I think it's unanimous, right? Ah, the DFT. I got to go to DFT, unfortunately. Mm. I feel you. I mean, because it's almost pretty much. We just pretty much playing for a wild card at this point. Yeah, we are. Um, um, I would say um, DFT also, 
but I'm not going to because I'm the co-host. So, so I like to, I like to stay on his good side. So I'm going to definitely uh, good. the New York Giants. Oh man, I wanted to, I wanted to be the lone wolf, but you're good. Yeah, I, you know what? <laughs> I am. T- I will be a Sean Glennon fan. No, no, that's no Mike. Oh, I don't know why I get Mike and Sean confused. You know, obviously. Just remember, Mike Lone Neck. Glennon. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike. And I, and because I, I think it's Sean, because obviously Sean went to Virginia Tech and all that. So yeah, so yeah, Mike Glennon. And, and Mike Glennon, the the Russell Wilson replacement at NC State. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> still got robbed at NC State. I'm not going front. NC State is is crap for that. Uh, t- Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Tennessee. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Julio gonna be back, getting it done, Tennessee. All right, who you got, Maui? I mean, man, you know obviously. who I got. You know who I got. Claypool gonna have to step up. I mean, I'm going with the Steels. I mean, that is a 50-50 game, game to me, though. That is a 50-50 game, especially since what's the name? Especially since what's the name? Uh, Baker and all of them are down. Like you know, this is an opportunity. It's like it. It's like situations is keeping my Steelers there. Like you know yeah, what I mean. For some reason, yeah. if they receivers, yeah. like for instance, like me and my dad said, you can blame Ben, and you can. You can blame the line. Harris is still one of the top running backs in the league, though. Mm-hmm. If the receivers just catch the ball, that's what's bad. Like it'd be some horrible drops. Even that Detroit game, it's horrible. Like. <laughs> Drops and fumbles. Like, what the hell going on? Right. Anyway. <laughs> ah, this is the last dance for your boy Big Ben, but it uh, is, it is. Ah, give me give me um the Titans. I but I'm really hoping that Tennessee don't uh what's it? Don't um don't win this game for real, for real. So then we got oh we got uh I guess every, you know this is the game that everybody's going to be watching in America. We have the Houston Texas versus the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Poverty Franchise Bowl, <laughs> the projects. <laughs> I don't normally no. do this, yeah, but I'm actually going to go Jacksonville. You know what? I feel you on that one. What you got, Maui? No, nah, man, I'm going. I'm going with last time I did that. I'm going with the Texans. <laughs> right, right. Last time yeah. I did that, man, they mollywopped somebody. I was like, yeah. for real? So you got Houston? Yeah, I got Houston. Hey, man, give me – I'm like you, cool. Give me Jacksonville Jaguars. And don't forget uh, Urban Meyer's grandkids. Don't forget to leave some cookies and milk for your grandpa because I think he's coming back home to Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you That's sanitize his swamp your if right. he gives you a handshake, make sure you sanitize your hands before and after. Yes. We ain't doing nothing but pounds from Urban Meyer. Yeah, because we, we don't know where Pablo is. We don't know where those fingers be at, so close <laughs> fist right. pounds. You know what I'm saying? Hit it with the elbow. Look, and, I keep a, try, yeah. and I keep a bottle of hand sanitizer a little one in the pocket, so you know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> right. Right. Big bags. Afterwards, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, right. so, so you know, <laughs> so yeah, so definitely uh, get Bring Papa some cookies and milk, and right. all the and all the um, undergrad coeds. Bring some hot toddy for for Papa. Papa, why your fingers stink? <laughs> oh my god! 
right, so we got we got Green Bay at Baltimore. We got Aaron Rodgers coming to the Avenue. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go Green Bay, but okay. the main reason is Lamar Jackson's not playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be yeah. Baker Mayfield gonna have a mustache so he can play for the team. Uh <laughs> <laughs> he looks really familiar, <laughs> you know. Anyway, uh, uh I, I need to. Um, I'm gonna go for the Packers. Yeah, so it'll be a clean sweep. Yeah, give me. Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers could do his thing at the Avenue. At the Avenue. That's wild, man. Classic. That's classic. Wow. So we got the Cincinnati Bengals. At the Denver Broncos, aka the Washington football team in the West. Uh, who you got, cool? Uh, uh, I'm gonna go Bengals. Okay. All right, who you got, Maui? Where are they playing at? At Denver. I'm going with the Broncos. Bengals only play, it seems like they only play good at home. Um, yeah, give me Denver. I wanted to stand pat. I had this team as being 10 and six, well, 10 and seven. So hopefully, <laughs> I doubt that's going to happen at 10 and seven. But hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stay 10 toes down when it comes to my pick of the Washington football team in the West, the Denver Broncos. All right, <laughs> so we got Atlanta going to Santa Clara. Um, we got who you guys got? I'm gonna go to your first cool. Who you got? The Santa Clara 49ers. Santa Clara. All right. And I see who you got, Maui. <laughs> Tough, right? <laughs> um, damn. I'm going to go 49ers. Yeah, give me the 49ers. I just hope Atlanta. Um, I, I just, I just, I hope their, you know, their D line has their change because, uh, Debo will snatch all them chains. He will give you hell this week. All right. <laughs> so, right. Shout out to Debo. Taking taking everything with him. So now we got Seattle at the LA Rams. Seattle. Oh, no. Damn, man. And you picked Seattle? Russ looked like he back. Huh? Yep. Okay, you got Seattle? Okay, cool. Yep. Confidence pick. All right. Did you say Russell like he's back? Mm-hmm. He back there running around again. He can actually squeeze the ball. Interesting. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. You know, I'm just gonna be politically correct. I'm gonna pick the Seahawks. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna be the lone wolf. Give me the Rams. I think they're kind of an interesting team. Like, I, not, that's another thing with their. With the outbreak situation, you know, we'll kind of keep an eye on that one, but I think that's going to happen. Then we got uh, the Sunday night game. We got New Orleans going to Tampa Bay. Unanimous or not, fellas? For me, it's Tampa Bay, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't care who's playing quarterback. Archie, um, Archie Manning, Aaron <laughs> Brooks. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning. <laughs> right. <laughs> Give me Tampa, 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 and Tampa in seven. No, no, Tampa winning. And then we got Tampa Bay. 
Tom, yeah, Tampa Bay. And then Monday night, Monday night football, we have the Minnesota Vikings heading to Chicago for the Bears on Monday night. Who you guys got? Upset special of the week. The Bears. The Bears. Really? Upset I know that means no, that's you. You got the Bears. Okay. The Bears. Yeah. Who you got, Maui? Oh, Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, I'm a part of me is like I, you know what, Kirk Cousins in prime time. I've been down this road before. I've had I and I bought a t-shirt and did like the, I bought a t-shirt and a keychain. I'm a I'm a I'm a president. I'm a fan club of the Kirk Cousins brigade. But give me the monster of the midway. It's gonna be a performance that even even make uh, Papa Bear proud. Papa Bear Hall is proud. Give me the give me Chicago. I just can't trust Kirk Cousins at night. I've you been there, changed. done that. I know I like Kirk Cousins. No, don't get me wrong. I like Kirk Cousins. But Kirk Cousins. Cousins, I'm Kirk telling you, man. He's anybody that played for the Washington football team, <laughs> this dude gets the biggest. He gives them so much love. You know what I'm like saying? Nate. Like and, Nate. And now right. he like he do it. He called them the Washington football team alumni. I'm like, man, he was there for two weeks. It don't make a difference. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got signed to the practice squad, and they got dropped the next day. You still alumni. Yeah, you got a cup of coffee. Yeah, if you got a coffee, yeah, if you had a cup of coffee, it's Cooks. Yeah, it's Cooks. Is the running back for the Vikings playing? Is this Cooks right? Oh, uh, Devin Cook. Um, yeah, Cooks he's playing. It's Madison is not playing. Madison, yeah, so that could be yeah, Madison Cooks has there, Yeah, and and and, yeah. and and if if Cousins got a running back. He's all right, man. I'm telling you, he's a yeah. play action um, quarterback. He's good. Yeah, he's gonna be all right. Prime time, bro. At night, prime time. Prime time at night. So I've been. Yeah. I've I watched been, it. it. Right. Oh, yeah. Did, he Ooh, beat yeah. Alex Smith though, didn't he? Beat Alex Smith in the Kansas City Chiefs. One and a half legs. Hey man, stay on my side. No, but we've been down that road when, when it's when it's you know when it's dark. I think because he had one. I know. I think I can only think of one game he beat. He beat like Green Bay um, on Sunday Night Football when he was with us. But I think that's the only like Sunday night, like only primetime game that he's won. I mean, with us at the time. So yeah. I just thought, so y'all didn't beat. I thought y'all beat the Chiefs that game. Mm-mm, we lost. Oh, I thought y'all won. On Monday Night Football, no, we lost. Yeah, we lost okay. that game. Yeah, we lost. Uh, yeah, you- Smith. Engineer you gotta look drive. at quarterbacks and kind of see like figure out like where they play good and when they don't. Yep. It's That's like Tony Romo. Means. Like Tony Romo. Prime time. Mm-mm. Yep. Yep. So fellas, let's put a bow in this week's couch coach live. We did our week 15 picks. So now we gotta give out game balls, fellas. I'm gonna go with you first, cool, as our guest. Uh who who get this week's game ball for you? You know who getting my game ball this week. Wardell Stephen Curry. Yeah. Enough said. All right. Who you got, uh, Maui? Man, I'm going to give it to the Los Angeles Lakers, the Hornets, the Knicks, the Denver Nuggets, um, the Cavalier champ, um, basketball champion, win with the Lakers also. I'm giving it J.R. Smith, man. J.R. Smith got a 4.0. That's what's man. up, man. Yeah. That's what's up, man. He looks, yeah, you know what's funny, man? He streams the games, his golf games. He streams his golf games and some of his lessons from A&T. 
yeah. You know what? Let me tell you what, what else. Because he came out of high school and, you know, tatted up and how people looked at him. But he, to me, can be like one of the best people to say what the NBA has done for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is Henny Smith. Like, walked around with his with his shirt off when he won. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really happy for him. Like, when they when they talk to him, he looks genuinely really happy. He's in retirement. He looks extremely happy. I'm happy for him. He's playing yeah. golf. <laughs> exactly. Right, and he plays golf well. Like, he, like mm-hmm. it's funny because it was a bunch of ESPN dudes talking to him, and, and, and J.R. Smith is on some of the best marijuana you probably ever have smoked in your life. His eyes is browner than Michael Jordan's was in the last dance. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Like, that was bad liver, I think. I think Mike's a bad liver. Yeah, oh, yeah really? Lives, right. Yeah. right. I mean, yeah, like, level, yeah. but, but his, but still, I'm just saying his eyes is always like Jr.'s eyes is always lit like that. And he was just talking to all them, all them analysts, and they was like, "Man, we gonna come out and play golf with you and blah blah blah." So it's like a big thing for him, man. I'm just happy for him, man. I love like to see people achieve like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And love Great retirement. Point. You know. Yeah, shout out to Jr. Uh, uh, you know, class two thousand and four guy, supposed to uh, commit to University of North Carolina. You remember that, cool? I remember that, <laughs> bro. This, I, bro, hey, but I ain't mad at I'm it. telling you, I ain't mad I ain't at him either. Yeah. But you know what I always think coins. about? You know, you're right. Get, get your coins. coins, right? Get your coins. And, and Roy was cool with him getting his coins. But I always, you know, a thing that I thought that kind of, that kind of, uh, <laughs> that that lives in my mind rent free. Just imagine if he was on that 05 team. Like, they, um, Ray, uh, uh, Rashad, Marvin coming off the bench, and then you have a JR coming off the bench. Oh, it was like, bro, what would, <laughs> cool. that's like, man, that would have been that would have been crazy. Bro, just imagine he's, he's if you would have had, what if you would have had Marvin, Marvin and him coming off that bench. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, yeah, what we know about McCants now, he might not have handled that well. No, right. That's yeah, true. He's a little, he yeah. yeah. He's a little cuckoo like. for cocoa puffs. Ain't no cocoa yeah. puffs. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Rashad McCann, O2 brethren as well. But yeah, so um actually my game ball is actually a local one. And this might come as a surprise. Um, I definitely gotta give a huge shout out to the Rana uh Blue Devils uh for winning oh, right. um, their first ever uh state championship, um uh, their last <clears throat> four uh, state championship. State cool, champs, cool. Uh, definitely appreciate you know, definitely a huge shout out to coach, uh, coach Marcus Lewis, what he's doing down on Route 5, um, what they're doing there. Definitely huge kudos to our, uh, you know, our rival, the Verona Blue Devils, on winning their uh state championship. Um, and all this really is is hey, the East End got talent, we got guys who are winning state championships at Highland Springs and at Verona. So, definitely huge shout out to East End. It's, it's a win for the East End, but yeah, man, so fellas. So win for the East End. Yeah. Wow. It is. It's a win for the East. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, You're it's so mature now. <laughs> and uh, honestly, you know why? Because guess what? Hollis Reed's in class five, but is in class four. Now, if they were class five championships, I would have I would have ignored that. Because they're not in our way anymore. We're not in each other's way no more when it comes to playoffs. So that's the only reason why I'm giving them a shout out. I hate to be – I'll just put you behind the curtain. It ain't the maturity. It's just it's just because they're it's just because they're in, in a different class now. They're in class four. Now they'd have been class five and won a class five championship. Obviously, 
you know, I would have been like, forget that. Because obviously they did beat us two years ago. And did I mention that? Nope. <laughs> I can't be quiet. <laughs> but, but, but huge shout out to Verano. Shout, shout out to Verano. So when the state championship. <laughs> yeah. So petty, man. <laughs> That's the reason why. So, fellas, uh, let's put a bow on this week's Couch Coach Live. We'll go around the horn, final thoughts, and um, social media plugs and the upcoming projects. What you got? So, goes you first. Cool. What you got? So, uh, first, man, appreciate you guys for having me on, man. Always wonderful to get on with you guys. Y'all are very entertaining, man. Enjoy being part of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so tonight I'm going to be on the Sports Gauntlet at 10 p.m. Um, tomorrow, of course, I'm going to be on the Sip Off, hosted by Megan Price, now on YouTube. So you can find it by typing in uh, the Sip Off um, on YouTube. And, of course, on Friday nights, as you can see on my dome right now, playcallersportstalk.com, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone, all interactive. Wilding out, having a good time. Couch Coach is going to be on in a few weeks uh, for this yeah, second right, right. Uh, yeah. football team Eagles matchup. Hopefully, we one of us still has something to play for by then, you know. But you know, it's going to be fun either way. And oh uh, man, just excited, man! We're getting near the end of the um, NFL season. We're starting to have things shape up. Playoffs coming up. I just want to slide in the back door and sneak on somebody, just jump on their back and punch them. <laughs> <laughs> Flag was flying. Not at my expense. Maui, <laughs> 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 what you got? I'm in um, Deshaun Morgan Facebook, DT Morgan 78 Instagram. Um, great show, man. Appreciate it as usual. You know what I mean? And cool. Welcome, man. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to the Avenue. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling up on the block, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. right. It's hilarious, man. <laughs> you know why he says the avenue, right? Why is that? Because okay. the way the people in Baltimore talk. So they, oh, that's they why say he says it. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. said, Welcome to the that, avenue. I didn't know if that was why he said it, but yeah, that they, yeah, they, that's they, why he yeah, said it. Yeah. I think it's hilarious, bro. Yeah, right. Because that's why I was laughing. But I didn't know if right. that's why he was saying it. Because it's just like they, because it, they, it's like it's like it's hood, but it's British. Like hello, yeah. Hulu. <laughs> like, uh, like we don't say like, come on, come to my house I, and watch some Hulu. I spent a summer in um the Maryland area, bro. You yeah. you is not lying at all. Oh you know what I'm saying? Let me get your Hulu oh account. Hulu. Not at all. Hulu. Oh, oh, oh. Like they like they. Oh, 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 oh. To the hoe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, I, thought, I was like, am I in Baltimore? Or am I in London or England somewhere? Are you by any chance British? Right. Exactly. What you do? What you mean what I do? <laughs> Make a left, you dummy! Like they say, some of the craziest <laughs> yeah, stuff, bro. <laughs> All kind of stuff, but yeah, I've been hated man in Baltimore, so you know. <laughs> I'd be cracking up. Hey, I don't even say Ravens no more. Yeah, the Avenue. <laughs> it's hilarious. Bro. Aaron Rodgers coming to the Avenue. Right. Emu, emu, <laughs> so you never said emulized Aaron Rodgers coming to the Avenue. 
<laughs> Hilarious, man. That is Y'all funny, silly, man. man. I'm telling you. Y'all That's so wild, funny. Man. Yo. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Social media. What you got? Oh, I did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we already okay, did ours. Yeah. Yeah. See, my mind is at Baltimore. <laughs> see, on the right? avenue. On the avenue. <laughs> the avenue. <laughs> <laughs> And they actually got it from a song because remember when the Ravens beat the uh, beat the uh, Charmin, mm, the Chiefs, they beat, really beat them on like week two of the NFL season. And there was a video circling around saying something back when Avenue was the Avenue. I'm going to have to find it and laugh at that. <laughs> right. I, yeah. And that's, yeah. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram under Couch Coach Live. Um, I see also the, the podcast. Anyway, you get your podcast, uh, Apple, Spotify, we're on there, Couch Coach Live, um, YouTube page as well. Then also the Washington Football Guys podcast. We do that every Friday night at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time, which we're gonna get you cool. We got to figure out because I know ours come kind of coincide with some holidays because the next couple of Fridays, because we still trying to juggle what we're gonna do for New Year. So we're definitely yeah. gonna, you know, gonna you know work some time out. I'll, I'll get with your people. You get with my. We'll get with get with my people. We uh we'll make it do what it do as far as do that. Absolutely. Because so, I don't think we're gonna do a show that Friday. Because I think that Friday is gonna be New Year's. So it probably we might yeah. do something maybe the thirtieth or the thirty first. But we'll we'll work that out. So we're definitely gonna, you know definitely gonna, gonna try to get you on. So we'll preview the, the pretty much the major matchup because I think that one is gonna Let's be a go. matchup that that I think is really gonna be. Whoever wins is, is going, you know, can make the playoffs or not. I think that's going to be the deciding game because I think the East, East is done. The race. I think we yeah, now we is. just got to compete for a while. We got too far behind. Yeah, yeah, same here, same here. We got too far behind, and and we just let them kind of. We let them off the hook. They all who we thought yeah, they were, and we did. let them off the hook. We let them but, off the hook. You know, yeah, but it's all good though. You know, who takes who who, who takes the. Who takes a 13 game, 13 game in the season? Think the tree like it's bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> and we let him off the hook. That's how I really felt like. But I know I had to be happy. I had to be happy and I had to be kind of melancholy. You know, I had to take the loss with a grain of salt. But that's a huge shout out to the, you know, um, you know, recipes to, to Denny Green. That was a that impassioned speech will always forever live on. But yeah. Um, yeah, watch the football guys every Friday. Uh, 8 p.m. each standard time on Fridays. And then we also do the post game. We won't do a post game this week. Got some, some things brewing with that. But then, um, so we going to be doing that as well. But once again, appreciate you, cool for coming on. Another honorary cousin here on Couch Coach Live. We got yeah, a cool. bunch of cousins. Yeah, we got a bunch of cousins. And so, you know, cool one of our cousins when it comes to uh, here on Couch Coach Live. Man, definitely appreciate you for coming on this week. Man, uh, yeah. And that's this has been this week's Couch Coach Live, man. See you guys next week, and we are out. Welcome.